an Amazon Prime Video app on the Mac, and Apple buying ads for apps in the App Store. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Text Expander by Smile, the makers of world-class software. Visit textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more and download your free demo. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This time around, the Mac Voices Live panel tackles two questions. The first is, why did Amazon release a Prime Video app for Mac? when you could always just log in on the web and watch Amazon Prime Video. Then we start a discussion about the stories that have been going around about Apple buying ads, Google ads, for applications in the App Store and who it benefits and why. We talk about whether it's a big deal or whether it's clickbait. So let's go right back and let the panel do the talking. Um, so let's move on to the next story, and I'll put that in our, ch yeah, our chat room, also in the YouTube chat room um as soon as i lost the youtube chat room <laughs> okay while you do that i just want to take a second and point something out that um Brittany will tell you i rediscovered the other day and that is um you can have like while we're talking about notifications and and having them on your watch and everything um you can have notifications that pop up that do not hang out in notification center on your lock screen, like under older notifications. Every once in a while, I find a feature like this that I forgot was like a thing. And then I come back and go like, oh, like, look at this. This is a thing. So you can have it like pop up and show you that you have an email and then not have that notification hang out anymore. So that like, if you are really worried about it, like it only happened in that one instance. And then you don't have that inner, that notification, at least on your phone lock screen to interact with again later. So if there's okay. stuff like all of my, like my garage door, I don't need the history of every time my garage door opened and closed, but I get a notification every time it happens because I do need to know if it's happening like while I'm not home or while I'm not involved in the garage door opening transaction. That's an important piece of information, but I only need it in the moment. And I don't need to know later, like my I closed my garage door at 2.13 p.m. Like I don't care. So right. most so having them like pop up and show me the thing I need to know, but then evaporate is really awesome. And I sometimes forget that that's the thing that you can do. So I'm going to share that Good. with other people who may also need that reminder. Good. Thank you. Um, okay. So the next um, topic that I thought this was interesting, that Amazon Prime has released a video app. Even though you could access uh, Amazon Prime video just fine in a web browser, um, they, they've brought out an app. And David, you're, you're sort of... Um, our iOS guy, um, is is this a big deal? What what do you do? You see a benefit or anything else to this? Um, Mac app, right? Yeah, I mean it's a Mac app, so uh, oh, it's a Mac app. It's a Mac yeah. app. Excuse They've me, had, it is a Mac Amazon app. Amazon had it a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, hey, I think that explains then, my confusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a little fuser, but I'd be happy to still answer it. Uh, you know, Amazon never really had a dedicated app for Mac before, and you know, I, I think a lot of a lot of video platforms are looking to have something that's more dedicated than going to the website. Uh, uh, like Netflix, I don't, does, I don't think, does Netflix have one? I don't think they do as far as the Mac goes. No. Um, so this is a first for any, any video content providers to actually have a dedicated app for it. Except uh, so, for the M1s real fast. Um, the, uh, the M1s, I think you could get the Netflix iPad app. That's true. Yeah, if you if you really want to really want an app, I don't think it is. I'm looking at it. It was initially because it wouldn't work on my iPad, my M1 iPad Pro, 
Okay, it for is like old. a week when it first came out, and I was like, "Why is this broken?" And I went to Netflix, and I'm like, "What is happening?" And they were like, "Yeah, we know we're working on it. It's cool." I'm like, "It's blocked. Well, yeah, it's not because mm-hmm. I can't run so, it on my iPad anymore." Okay, so why? Why? I mean, I I thought this was interesting. I don't think that there's anything bad or good necessarily about it. Is it just a way for for Amazon to you know control just a little more of the experience? Well, Maybe put a put a few more ads in front of its users. There's one good thing: it allows you to download content and use it offline. You couldn't do that in the web browser. Yeah. Hmm. So if you're planning on going somewhere where you're not going to have internet connectivity. Like on the, you know, you can do this on the iOS. You've been able to do this for a long time. You could, you know, in advance download the content and then play it when you're, you know, like on an airplane or something. So now you'll be able to do that on your Mac also. Yeah. That's I mean, I think I, I I agree with that. I mean, I you know, Netflix has had that capability for years and but not on the Mac. I I that's I'm not on saying that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, I think the I think the thing is here that it, it, I think it's Amazon just you know trying to uh, extend the ability of people to embrace you know their uh, their ecosystem and think oh I can watch my Mac because maybe there's people want to do that because maybe they don't have a big you know iPad or no iPad at all but for whatever reason if watching Mac is their preferred vehicle. Uh, you know, this makes it you know more attractive and more attractive to buy an Amazon Prime subscription. So, you know, I think to me that's you know what all these things are about is j- just getting differential advantages you know for uh, subscribers yeah. to the various services. I mean, Especially since it's you know I don't know about you guys, but it seems like since maybe last weekend there's been this inordinate number of uh, you know uh, Google <laughs> Google Video you know. You know advertisements where they show somebody in armchair that just drops from floor to floor to floor saying, Oh, you can watch this or that, or this other thing, blah, blah, blah. It's all on, you know, it's all on Google video. So uh, I think, you know, we're seeing, you know, another bout of uh, competition for uh, video eyeball subscriptions. Now also speaking of subscriptions, I'm looking at the app here for the Mac. It does have in-app purchases. So if you aren't a prime uh, customer, you actually can do a monthly eight ninety nine. Uh, but you, you do $8.99 a month if you want to just to have access to this app. So they've uh, they've added that. I don't recall that being on the iOS app. Uh, there was always you signed so. in. You always just signed into your Prime account and then you had access. Same thing with the iPad or the or the Apple TV yeah. for that matter. Um, I, I thought they added that um, like a year or so ago. It was part of the deal where Amazon came back and you know came onto the Apple TV and they sort of did a cross thing between apple deal between video, apple and amazon prime videos on the apple tv and the apple tv app is on the fire stick and there's some yeah. sort of like gentleman's agreement there or something that makes that possible yeah i think yeah. so and of course on the mac you could always you know buy stuff yeah on the well, amazon site and safari so yeah that's think, not really new The only, i think the only thing that's really new is that you can download stuff and well, and, and you're you know, not it, trapped in a browser experience. Right. I think that's, I think probably what motivated some of this was Amazon wanting to give people the Amazon video experience. Um, and I think somebody just mentioned in the chat room that um, X-Ray on the Amazon video app is super awesome. Um, I really like that too. And 
I don't think it's any more complicated than uh, as as a friend of Britney's is fond of saying, I want to be where the people are. I mean, if you're going to watch a bunch of video on your Mac, um, you know, like having control over that experience seems like something that would be really important. Honestly, I'm surprised that there's not a way to do this on Netflix already so that Netflix can continue to refine algorithms and get all kinds of stuff out of it that because they would have a lot more control over what those things look like than they do when they're in a browser. Maybe they just found that people like, maybe they did surveys and found out people when I don't watch video in a browser because it sucks and they decided to make that better. I don't know. I, 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 I suspect that that's incorrect, that they could do more. You know, my guess is that those all those apps are probably just really thin skins on uh, browsers. Oh, you know, okay. On WebKit. Um, I, you know, I, my presumption was they could do something better with delivering the video if they were doing it within their own app, as opposed to having to be at the mercy of whatever yeah, the web I, browser people are trying to do. I, I agree with you with Kelly on that, because I think a lot of these apps just uh, they, they refine it. So when you're, when you're watching the videos, you do do you do see, I mean, just like Disney Plus or or, or Paramount Plus or any of these other apps that have content. Um, I, I seem to get a better better experience using an app than, than I do you know, going on the web. Yeah. Because even website. if they ship their own browser, you know, a lightly skinned, their own lightly skinned internal browser, yeah. as long as they have control over the experience front to back, and yeah, then are you exactly. able to use that to deliver well, video? You know, I feel that like does even give that would them, be better. That does give them, you know, more control over the UI. But I, I think the engine is, you know, I, I can't imagine that they built a new. I, I oh, no. No. I, well, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe it's based on AV foundation instead of. I, I I don't know. You know, I, I would assume that it's, you know, a Catalyst app that, you know, oh, okay. they just took their iPad app and, you know, and, and, and see, I'm I'm guessing that the iPad app is probably using a web browser, but I don't know. I don't Didn't know I say there. it was Catalyst already? I thought I read that early on, but maybe. I, I you know, I can't remember, but, you know, I can't imagine they would have gone and written an app kit out. I mean, that's, you know, this is sort of why Apple made Catalyst, right? So, yeah. you know, some people like this could, you know, that makes it a no-brainer for Amazon. Like, oh, we can invest, a, you know, a few weeks at most of engineer time. And, you know, so it's basically free. Um, I wanted to go back and since Kelly brought up the x-ray comment in the chat room, um, Brian says, X-Ray is a great feature. When you pause an Amazon video, you see the actors in the picture and then can click info about them, other films they were in, et cetera. I did not know that. I I, I, I never do that kind of thing. But oh, it's hey, awesome. It's that's, it yeah, is. It's you great. You see the actors naked. Really good. That's, that's why Amazon bought IMDb, because now you can go, hey, it's that guy, and you hit mm -hmm. pause, and it shows you. Well, he's that guy, and you know him from this other thing. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Or in my case, it used to be, it's because it used to be but, on Disney Plus. That, the thing is that capability works now in either a browser on a Mac or within uh, you know their yeah. app on the iPad. Yeah, I'm sure that's implemented with JavaScript yeah. internally. Yeah, I, it's fascinating. I, it just goes to show you how how we all use technology differently. I never use that kind of thing. I just, I just yeah, don't. once in a while for me, I don't use uh, it all the time. It's sort of it's been there a long time, like yeah. a couple of years. It's not on every. It, you know, all the content, like, you know, especially if you get older movies and stuff, because it obviously takes them a lot of work yeah. um, to, to do it because it's time stamped. You know, so you stop at this point mm -hmm. and it'll be like, here's the characters in this scene. Yeah. 
and 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 then you know and you know and it'll have stuff like sometimes it'll be like oh well there's you know this anachronism or mistake in continuity you know at this point or you know it's 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 i found it on i found it on accident because i paused an amazon thing to look up that guy because i know that guy from some other thing and i can't place him yet and so i hit pause and then all of a sudden down the side of the screen it goes well this guy used to be on days of our lives and this person was on doctor who and this person is somebody is you know and this guy was did this other thing Oh, oh that's okay that's why and so instead of pausing and then getting out my phone and looking up on IMDb and figuring out who's that guy. Yeah. And that, like, yeah, I can just, just hit pause right and it saves me the trip. Let me, yeah. let me ask a devil's advocate question because as much as I've seen this, the majority of what I've watched, you know, on Amazon video has been Amazon, you know, content, you know, probably mm-hmm. 90%, probably okay. the other 10% is stuff that's just unavailable elsewhere, unless you. The boys. And the, watch the, boys. Boys. the boys. Yeah. But so, so, so the question is, you know, it, it seems certain that Amazon is doing this for their own content. Can anyone explicitly recall seeing on some other? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I, it's I, on, I just it's, I just opened up a Star Trek Enterprise episode. Uh, I just downloaded the app, installed it on my Mac. It's got the full out cast and trivia through X-Ray. So cool. it's got the exact same experience. In fact, it seems a lot faster because I, I, I went and just clicked the cast as it's paused right now. Brought the entire cast up, really big, bright mm-hmm. pictures of each person. You can click it and find, and then it just gives you who is who in, in the show. So, so it, it is doing old content too, not just not just uh, not new not new content. So, wow! So and imagine imagine if you were looking at this something like an eyeglass. This would be called AR yeah. reality. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I think Amazon. I, I really think you know Amazon's doing a great job on this. You know, just you know, double thumbs up to them. Yeah, uh, I think Brad solved the whole question and we can move on. Um, he says, another app icon in your dock, another tiny advertisement. There it is. Brad I, got it in one. I think Brad did. I think that's. <laughs> Today's Mac Voices is supported by Smile, the makers of Text Expander, my most used productivity utility. What are the utilities that you have that you just can't live without? Every Mac user has a handful that qualify as essential. For me, one of those is Text Expander. There are two primary reasons Text Expander is so indispensable. First, it saves me a huge amount of time, whether it's preparing Mac Voices shows for publication, answering queries for the office, putting the right email signature on the right email, and a few dozen other routine tasks. Second, and at least as important as the first, is the fact that when I use a Text Expander snippet, I know the information will be accurate each and every time. I don't have to worry about being distracted or mistyping something because Text Expander has my back. Who wouldn't want that kind of backup? So right now, I want you to visit textexpander.com slash podcast and sign up for a free trial. Find out what so many Mac users already know. Text Expander is a must-have utility for all your Macs, your iPad, and your iPhone too. Textexpander.com slash podcast from Smile. Sign up today. Thanks to Text Expander and Smile for their ongoing support of Mac Voices. But you know, I I, I would say that you know that I, I would prefer that. I I like that sometimes. You know, that's why sometimes we do things like use Fluid or make you know, I want to I want to I want things to have an icon in the dock. So like, say I'm watching a movie and then I've got to interrupt for some reason. I get a message or 
you know, email, I see a notification. So it's like, okay, I go that. And then I can just go back to the doc, click, boom, I'm right back to the movie. Not like, oh, it's one of, you know, which browser window is it? Um, yada, yada, yada. So I, I mean, it's, it's not I an like advertisement. That. You're paying for it. I mean, <laughs> you already bought it. This yeah, is a, a way right. for you to I, see it. I already bought it. Yeah. And, you know, most people probably are not going to leave it permanently in their dock when they're not running it. So we're not subscribed. That would be silly. Well, especially if you're not subscribed, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, you know, and if you were to leave it permanently in your dock, you probably don't need an advertisement. You're, you're you're committed to, you know, you know, when you think about it, it's kind of surprising that Amazon, and maybe this is next, that they haven't done a Mac app for shopping. Wouldn't they like to pull you out of your browser experience and have, you know, a shop in the, in the dock? Well, maybe Jim, that's, it's only, it's only maybe, 2021. Let's see maybe, what happens. Maybe that's next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't, I don't know. They're doing, I mean, I feel, I, I feel just like real that, quick, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Edward. I was just going to say on the Windows side, um, Jim, they are. On the Windows side, Amazon is pushing Amazon like apps. You could uh, have uh, the uh, Alexa wake word going on on Windows now, on Windows 11. It's like pretty much the whole thing. So and, yeah, I'm actually surprised they're not doing the Mac version either, probably because they won't have the same kind of control as they could have on Windows. But they could certainly have a shopping app that just, you know, I could leave in my dock and boom, click and I'm shopping. What what would the backlash to that look like? I mean, do you think well, that... Why would there be backlash? I mean, I, I'm not suggesting they should make it so that you can't use the browser. Oh, but, you know, people bitch and moan like they are in ways analogous to this uh, Amazon video app for Mac. Is somebody bitching and moaning about that? That's the sense I got from, you know, some of the press out there, you know, and. and uh, Roy, I can't, uh, I, I, I saw this all over the place, Mark. I just picked one of the articles, you know, to, to include in tonight, but I, I got, I just got the sense it was announced and here it is. And, you know, although, I, I did not know about the download capability, and that makes a whole lot of sense um, yeah. as, as opposed believe, to somebody trying to capture. I believe David. the iPad version does allow you to download it. If I remember it correctly, does. I would, yeah, I would, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I did it before, so it definitely does. But they, you know, they don't allow it in the browser because they're afraid you're going to steal the content. Yeah, so extra by, security on it by putting it in an app. They, you know, they probably encrypt it or something so that right, um, you know, they can play it, but you can't, you know. Well, there's still upload ways to it get to BitTorrent or something. Yeah, yeah, that's so old now these days. With all this, all these content we're accessing. Well, but I think that is the reason why they didn't allow downloading. You know, none, none of the streaming sites allow right. downloading from web. Uh, you know, from the web. So, right, they don't allow it. You can, you can right. still accomplish just, it, but you don't allow it. It's just harder. And anything yeah. they can do to make it a little more complicated is is yep. helpful to them. So yeah, yeah. That makes they, they do have a Kindle app on the on the Mac. They've had that for a long time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to the third story of the evening, um, and this is the one. It seems like every every week I find at least one that puts my blood pressure up. Mm -hmm. 
and, and this this particular one, and I'll throw it in everybody's chat room. Um, it it was it was this particular article calls it one way, but it the 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 sense that I got from pretty much all the stories I read is everybody's like, oh, we caught Apple doing something they shouldn't do. And what we're talking about here, folks, is the fact that Apple apparently has been adver- buying advertisements on Google for apps that are in the App Store to help drive traffic back to those apps in the App Store. And I'm trying to figure out what the big deal is. Because if I look at a Best Buy app and they are selling an iPad, they're pushing me to Best Buy to come buy the iPad from Best Buy, not to buy it from Apple. And so what's wrong with Apple saying, hey, we would like to generate some more revenue to ourselves. And by the way, to the person who manufactured the app or wrote the app, um, by giving it a little more visibility. I, am, am I just, Mark, I mean, you're your business guy. What, am I missing it? I just think it's a slow news time and <laughs> people are looking for anything. And if they can say, oh, Apple gotcha, because you're doing something that seems unshady because, you know, yes, they're out there promoting their services, but, you know, the spin is, oh, well, they're only doing it because they want you know, to capture that 15% or 30% for brand new apps and uh, services. Yeah, so, but at the same time, like, oh, they've given free advertising to somebody who's going to get 65% of that. Like, That's I mean, why it's, in, that's what, that's yeah. why, Kelly, I agree. That's why this, this that's why this is nothing. It's just. It's <laughs> that's just, the part uh, that I'm confused by is like, because there was at least one article I saw that was some sort of screeching about it, about Apple just wanting 15%. I'm like, yeah. And the way they get that 15% is by giving the developer 85, like. Hey, hey, you know, there's, there's a lot of stupid stuff out there and there's a battle for, you know. What? No. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Apple is, Apple is being scrutinized for doing the app tracking thing, which is killing a lot of uh, advertisement money. So, People like these articles or, or anybody really is going to put Apple under the microscope for anything yeah. advertised based. If you can put because Apple and are, advertising in the same sentence well, together. Because they're saying if Apple, you know, you know, we got to, you know, you're you're protecting us and, you, you know, you're hurting these companies. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe your water's not as clean as you, you, you say it is. So we got to get the story about that. And, you know, any any dirt's going to be news as kelly said because they're being you know there's a lot of debate whether the app tracking is a good thing or not obviously it's good for us for consumers and 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 users but you know uh was a snap one of them just said let let uh, me one of them just said they 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 missed earnings because of the app tracking and you know it's you know it's all fun until you know these companies start either charging us more money for their services or going away so so again, let me, let me uh, I, I admit, I suppose I have a pro-privacy you know, sort of you know, bias. So let me state that in advance. But let me ask you, why is it a bad thing that, you know, people can decide, you know, if companies like Snap, Facebook, um, you know, oh, sorry, they're now called Meta and uh, Google, uh, you know, have made a money out of... <laughs> collecting and amassing all sorts of information about people that maybe they're not aware of. And yes, it is part of the implicit. You get free. We get to profile the crap out of you. But, you know, now all of a sudden, oh, I really didn't want to sign up for that, you know, and 
I don't want, I don't want all this free stuff. I, you know, I don't use Facebook. I don't, why should I even, you know, allow, you know consent to having them you know, build any profile or database on me? So, you know, I think, I, I think it's, it's an appropriate discussion, you know, that, you know, ATT, you know, yes, you know, it may have hurt, you know, some companies and, and snap is a very unique case. And we we don't talk, turn this into a stock market show, but um, yes, it has hurt them, you know, maybe to the extent that they have been maybe rightly so, or uh, based on nefarious actions, being able to, you know, to monetize, you know, what they learn and know about, you know, people. So, you know, I think, I, I think, I think ultimately the test of time, two years from now, people look back on this. That was that was bullshit. You know, there's a lot of friction, a lot of flames and smoke when it first came out. But ultimately, these companies figured out how to learn how to respond. And then they realized, OK, you know, their market wasn't as big as it was. It's only because from what I hear, you know, uh, it it seems like maybe it's only, you know, 15 or 20, 25 percent of people who are you know, actually turning on AT&T and opting out of all of this. So, how the markets respond is going to be the question. I mean, is it going to be, you know, how is it going to the be market? You know, are, which market are you talking about? The market of pe- you know, 200 million you know, billions the companies. of people? people uh, you know, people again, I'm not going to go into the whole thing with privacy again. We're Mac people. We like privacy. Apple push privacy because they put a computer in your pocket and they have to. Um, but, you know, if we had three people on this panel that were in the advertisement business, we would have a, a debate because, you know, they, they, that's Ooh, their job and they're the losing money. Stuff that they got, stuff that they took, you know, stuff that they were able to get that they, you know, took advantage of, you know, there was no quid pro quo. In, well, there was a quid pro quo in it, but, you know, people started to realize, oh my God, you know, companies like Google and Facebook, you know, they know that much about me and they're serving me up because of, you know, I once clicked on the site for this obscure, you know, German auto part. And now they're, you know, flooding me with all sorts of, you know, other things because there's a, you know, new startup company in the market that's offering these things. And, yeah, you know, we have I'm, to I'm we have to dissect. Well, I'm inventing no. fiction on this, but right. Know, but I, we I have to we, we have to dissect of what again we have to dissect of what we think people uh, think that the internet knows about them because right. you know because people are naive and they're like you know you you hear the stories and people are like oh well you know these the internet knows my everything about me when they're thinking like you know where I am where I live my social and it's not you know it's that you like German cars is basically what they know about you right but I think the reality I think. My own personal sense is, you know, this will go on for you know one or you know one or two years. You know, companies will realize that yes, a lot of people really do prefer you know, to get free service, and they do want to get relevant advertisements, and they're not as freaked out about you know what the companies might know about you know what they're doing. So um, right now we're in the middle of this you know working out period, and also it's politically heated because you know. Both parties have different views on what it happens. And, you know, politicians are great at, uh, you know, taking issues to divide people uh, and ultimately doing nothing long term of things. So I think in two to four years, this is all just going to work itself out. And I mean, that's isn't that why, you know, Berg renamed his company uh, Meta because he wanted to be able to walk away from the toxic, uh, you know, what was Tim Cook's, uh, you know, the toxic hellhole or toxic cesspool that, uh, you know, that he created, you know, and ultimately get to be able to charge people for something instead of you know, having to be in this 
Faustian bargain of invade people's privacy to serve them up, you know, to advertisers. You know, so I don't know if he will be able to do that. Um, but you know, it, it seems like you know, renaming Meta is step one in trying to emerge into you know, something with clean hands instead of you know tarnished hands. The Mac Voices panel will be back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk more about Apple buying Google ads for apps in the App Store, who it helps and who it hurts. We also veer off into a discussion of app tracking and how much it really is affecting our behaviors, and also look at why the press seems to paint any actions of a large company as bad for the consumer. The larger the company, the more they seem to paint it bad. That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.